Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen... In this corner, from the University of Colorado, 30 years in the ring, fighting for truth, justice, and the American way, Dan Kaplan. Oh yeah, and the American way is a hand up. The American way is generosity. But when, say in the case of somebody on a street corner, when are you actually hurting somebody by giving? Our lines are jammed. and. And Patty Don, we will get you on air shortly. I want to set it up, though, with this Fox 31 story on what Aurora is trying to do to get people off the street corner and to try to get them help. Cut double zero, please. We've turned a blind eye. On, on aggressive panhandling. But council member Steve Sundberg says that's changing for the ultimate goal of stable employment and housing, as well as safety for those on the road. Just enabled to stay in a cycle of dependency and addiction and we want to steer them towards the services that will lead to long-term benefit the initiative if passed would include signs a social media campaign billboards all encouraging giving to organizations rather than the panhandlers sorora citizens are generous they pull up on an intersection out of the kindness of their heart spontaneously they'll give they may not realize at that point that uh, they could be leading to a destructive lifestyle. Mayor Kaufman sharing his frustrations on Facebook earlier this month, saying, quote, by giving cash to those who are panhandling on Aurora street corners, you are enabling their behavior to continue, while the city has an outreach program that on a weekly basis makes contact with those living in encampments to encourage them to come in to receive shelter. The city banned homeless camps back in April, so for them, this education initiative would be that next step. They can be navigated out of it if uh, those funding sources are, are cut off and, and they can accept what's being offered to them through services. So what do you think, Aurora's program? Do you want to see that in your city? I think from a public policy standpoint, it's brilliant and makes perfect sense. But what about one-on-one? You, when you pull up to that intersection, what do you do? Why? Uh, what do you think your faith requires? Let's start with uh, Ann, friend of the show in Fort Collins. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Ann. Hi, Dan. How are you? <clears throat> I am I just yeah, want to give a shout-out to the Dan Kaplan. Oh, sorry for talking over you. Yeah, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the Dan Kaplan's firm. He helped my husband and I. They treat us like family, fantastic firm. But I guess what I wanted to say, Dan, Thank is I 100% agree with what Aurora's doing. Because I, I struggle, like, my question is, how many people is too many since I drive all over all day and I can't be giving out money to every single person? But I struggle right. with the idea of, okay, is that Jesus that I'm passing by every time right. I don't do it? Exactly. So he says, you know, whoever, whatever you do for the least your brothers, you do for me. So, right. So I, I like the idea, but I'd be on the safety issue. Just the other day, a woman, she's been panhandling outside of a grocery store in Fort Collins. And then a week later, she's in a major intersection on a Sunday, super busy, 
going in and out between cars. Even today, a gentleman was playing the harmonica on a maid road of Loveland, jumping out in front of traffic. So that scares me for everybody. So I guess from the Catholic side, I want to give, but I think giving by people on the street is not the right way. And so many of us are torn the same way, Anne. And then Pope Francis came out very clearly and said, hey, it's not our business what they're going to do with the money if a glass of wine is all the happiness that person has that day. And, and hey, what what do you do, uh, meaning me, you know, with... um, in secret with your money that may not be the most healthy thing. That's the way Pope Francis addressed it generally. So I, and you stated it beautifully. I think so many of us are torn that way. So bottom line to you then instead, and and I know how generous you and your family are with, with charity. Do you instead direct it to organizations rather than individuals? I do. I have given to individuals and it depends on the circumstances, but right. I do, but I've stopped doing that now. I'm really being more encouraged myself to give it to organizations. And, and I'm thinking also myself of making like packets or doing something. I just, I just feel so comfortable at this point encouraging it because right. we're getting so many panhandlers and now it's just growing more and more. And to me, that is not the right answer. Well, so. And really appreciate the call. Thank you for that. And, and for the kind words means a lot. Thanks, Dan. Bye. Thank you. You take care. Let's go to Patty in Littleton. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Hi, Dan. Appreciate your show. Thank you. And I also want to say you probably have the best producer oh, of man. a radio show in the USA. Well, there's, <laughs> that's an understatement. I don't know how we're going to get his head out the door tonight, but you're right about that. About the panhandling situation, I really take it. Uh, on an individual circumstance, I like to talk to these people and get an idea from them about what's hmm. going on with them. How does that um, go? I've had, well, uh, uh, there's a gentleman that panhandles. Well, he hangs around the bank where I um, uh, bank at, and I see him all the time. So I, I just pulled over and talked to him, asked him his name and what he was doing, and we had a fairly long conversation and I and he never asked me for anything but at the end of it all I could tell he was in need and was homeless mm-hmm. and yeah. I understood his circumstances of what got him there after talking to him and I asked him I said now what what can I do for you what what do you need and he thought for longer than I thought mm. somebody in his situation would and of all things he asked for he said I really want some um, little Debbie Swiss rolls. <laughs> what are what are little, little Debbie Swiss they're rolls? They're like they're like Hostess ding dongs. Or oh, okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah. So a ding dong, a Twinkie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, and, so and could you find I, some? I, I found some at a Walmart, and I, what I did is I put together. I get those um, reusable shopping bags. Yeah, and I I put some socks and some lotion and toothpaste, toothbrush. So, wow. Um, I, I just you know I filled it up with essentials, some foods, and I topped it off with a box, a big box of that little Debbie's so cool. rolls. That, and that and is he so was cool. really really happy for that. And then since I see him there all the time, I will 
sometimes come by and just hand him a box of Little Debbie Swiss rolls, and sometimes <laughs> I'll hand him a bag full of some foods. And at Christmas time, I handed him a Christmas card. This this bank is very close to a Walmart, and I handed him a Christmas card that had a forty dollar Walmart yeah. gift well, card. That in is it so for cool. You know what I think the first thing you're going to see in heaven is? A box of What's Little that? Debbie Swiss rolls, whatever the hell they are. <laughs> uh, heck, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to hand you it those. Would, That'll be a cool be moment. But, list, but I, would hey, have hey. To look, I would have to look for this gentleman to give them to him because it's not my cup of tea. But, but yeah. again, talking to these people, I had somebody in Seattle at the ferry terminal, uh, a couple, um, say they were trying to get some money together to buy a ferry ticket to get back over to the island where their house is to get back to their kids. And I said, oh, well, I can do better than that. I can buy you both tickets, you know, rather than just give you a couple bucks. Uh, I said, let's go buy you tickets. Did they, they accept the tickets? It. Oh, they were after the money. No. Petty, tremendous yeah, call. Thank you for that. I'm yeah. up against a hard break, but, but thank you for that yeah. call. And I'll do a quick reset, and we'll get everybody else after the break. So, Aurora? New program, billboards, etc., to try to discourage people from giving to people on street corners. Uh, do you support that? Do you want that in your city? But what about you on a one-on-one -on -one level? How do you handle this? What do you think your faith calls on you to do? 855-405-8255 on the Dan Kaplan Show. Love me tender, love me true. For my darling, I love you, and I always will. Boy, Ryan, one of the few bumps that, that I truly don't understand. We're talking about giving to homeless on street corners and Aurora's campaign to stamp that out by encouraging people to give to organizations instead. We've had all these compelling callers with different approaches to the homeless one-on-one, -on -one, or, or I should say to panhandlers, you know, out in intersections. And you come up with a romantic song. Well, it's not really just that, Dan. That's a tribute to my mom. She requested it. Oh. Today oh. is the uh, oh, 45th man. anniversary of Elvis's passing on oh, okay. this date, August okay. 16th, 1977. Okay. okay, okay. Now it makes some sense. All right. Next time, just tell me in advance. We'd have saved a minute there. 855 I love your reactions, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because you've been playing all of this spiritual, compelling kind of music. Yeah. Then we get romance. Well, I don't think anybody's Elvis, thinking though. romance when they see the panhandler at the intersection. But, I th well, no, in the ghetto. I, a lot of people are thinking, and Anne from yeah. Fort Collins referred to that. A lot of people are thinking about... Hey, is that Jesus? Because, in, as you know, in Christian faith and, and Catholic Christian faith, you know, that the poor, that, that could well be Jesus on the street corner. So that's something that I think a lot of us are torn over while also understanding that, hey, it may be better to give to the organization. Let's go back to our jam lines, find out how folks around the state are handling it one-on-one. -on -one. We'll start with Don in beautiful Fort Collins. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome, Don. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Sure. You know, I my heart goes out for those ladies that are talking about helping the, the homeless, and and uh, and all they do. This one lady just went goes overboard for that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not one of those. I think that the more the more homeless and hobos 
that we have, the more dope and marijuana and trouble in our community that we're going to have. And I, I, I look at it, uh, my wife says, just ignore them, and I do. But I, I think that whatever we give them takes dollars away uh, from others. We're looking in the wrong direction. We have, hmm. you know, we have thousands of young uh, people who are uh, single moms working in restaurants as waitresses. Mm-hmm. Give them yeah. a huge tip. Yeah. Uh, help yeah. those people Great that are point. helping themselves in a found job. Uh, just uh, we buy them apartments. These homeless people, they got apartments. Uh, there's jobs available. We buy them food kitchens. Uh, this one lady was talking about they need a warm spot to live, and I quickly jumped in my feet and say, "Take a few of them home with you. That's that's nice and warm." But I, I just think that it's they're they're just like squirrels in the bird feeder. I like feeding the birds. I don't like feeding the squirrels, but I don't mind the squirrels. But I'm not going to feed them. This is one of the most interesting calls I've ever had. But but let me ask you, Don, you, you truly are not comparing these human beings to squirrels, right? I mean, because it sounds like you're really diminishing them. Yeah, I'm diminishing them. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. No, I thought that's what you were trying to do. But but let me yeah. ask you, my they're, friend, they're, um, how, how do you reconcile yeah. that with what sounds like a really big heart in other ways? Because, and I don't mean to get too personal. If you want to address the faith aspect of this, fine. But but many faiths teach, um, hey, you know, help the poor. It's not ours to question how they're going to use it. We're just called on to to give alms and help the poor. How do you respond to that, if at all? Well, it, I think it's wonderful to help the poor and to help them in their, the ones that are trying to improve themselves. Mm-hmm. But I do think that trying to help this magnitude of poor is just, uh, it, uh, the more we try and help them, the more they come here to get yeah. help. Don, really appreciate the call. There are probably people all over the state getting whiplash right now, nodding their heads in agreement with you. Appreciate the call, my friend. So interesting. Thank you. Let's go to uh, John in Arvada. Again, I I gave my personal take earlier, and I will again, but uh, these callers are so interesting and so, you know, coming from such different perspectives, many of them. John, welcome to the Dan Kaplis Show. Well, thanks for having me. You know, uh, I, I got to say that years ago, I realized this thing where, you know, some of these panhandlers weren't for real. Maybe it's a small minority of them that just do that to make a living. So I've heard anyway. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the and, and granted, you know, that's, that's probably a very small percentage. But, um, you know, I, I just got to the point that I, I didn't want to, uh, to contribute to their um, – alcohol or drug added uh, yeah. tendencies and what have you. So what I, what I, what I do is when I see somebody, you know, uh, occasionally what I'll do is I'll, I'll go and stop by the closest fast food place, mm. uh, McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, yeah. and buy them some food and a drink and, and give that to them instead. Wow. And, uh, and how's uh, that normally received? Most of the time, 90% of the time it's, uh, received uh, nicely. I actually uh, was on the 16th Street Mall on my way to work uh, one time years and years ago, and I'd given uh, my lunch to this guy that was asking for money, and 
he, he took it from my hands, and then I, I, I walked away from him, and he threw it at me. So You're kidding you know, um, Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah. but you know what I got to tell you you're 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 gutsy you are so gutsy because you know I I do kind of a a case by case decision as I come up to an intersection and then my wife and I try to support some organizations but you are so much more gutsy than I am because you actually engage and you're willing to risk that rejection and I admire the hell out of that because you know, it, it kind of goes back to what the Pope was saying. It's it's not just enough to give money. You have to look the person in the eye and have that human connection. And you're gutsy enough to do that. That's that's cool. Well, I was in the, in the wintertime here last year. I actually was going through an intersection. I happened to have a, a blanket in the back of my car. And I, mm. there was snowing, and I gave the blanket to the person on the corner. So, Man, you know that I mean? is so cool. Yeah, it's, that is so cool. Well, John, really appreciate the call. Thank you, man. Our, our lines are totally jammed on this, as you would expect, and want to get all these different perspectives on. Let's go to Mike in Denver. You're on the Dan Kaplis Show. Hello, Dan. I do not donate a thing to the people on the corners. Never have, never will. Um, I donate to Step Denver, mm, and I donate to a place donate to a place called the other side academy Hmm. um they're another organization that does not take government money uh the big difference is they do accept women which step does not Hmm. um i know people personally that are gone through their program it's an excellent program and uh, from a biblical standpoint the bible says to help the widows to help the handicapped to help people like that it it but if you don't work you don't eat and mm-hmm. so from my perspective as a christian is i'm going to help the needy by giving to people who who if the needy go to them will get all the help yeah. they need yeah. and if, i'm not going to i'm not going to support the bum hey, my great buy, call man you buy them food you buy them food you buy them a blanket, you buy them, buy them any of that stuff, all you've done, they've got a set amount of money, and when that money's gone, they have to decide, okay, I'm going to eat or I'm going to buy drugs. You give them food, that means they have that much more for drugs. Yeah. Hey, Mike, that appreciate the call. Yeah, appreciate the call. What, what an articulate, powerful call. And, and yet what I'd love to hear from you on is you've heard so many earlier callers say that, that yeah, all that's true, but there's a human. It's one-on-one. That person's asking me for something. I can't be sure how they're going to use it or not use it. Do I just turn away from them in that one-on-one encounter? What do you do? You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
about something that uh, I think is very real for you every day. I know it is for me, and, and it's happening more and more often at more and more street corners, and that is people out there panhandling. Aurora has triggered today's conversation because it's launching this billboard social media campaign asking Aurora residents not to give to people on street corners, instead give to organizations. From a public policy standpoint, I think it's brilliant. I support it completely. What about you? But then the other issue is you, one-on-one, with that person on the street corner, because that's different, right, than the public policy calculation. What do you do in those situations? And and if you're a person of faith, what do you think your faith calls on you to do? 855-405-8255, the number. Let's start with Mike in Littleton. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Yeah, Dan. Yes, Michael. Your thoughts were on, uh, yeah, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Dan? Okay. Yes. I was wondering what your thoughts were on outlawing panhandling. Uh, First question is whether you can do it constitutionally. I I thought there was an issue with that, but if it would be legal to outlaw it, I would support outlawing it because I think it's dangerous. It's dangerous for drivers. It's dangerous Mm -hmm. for panhandlers. I think it causes all sorts of, of problems. So, yeah, I would support outlawing it if we could do that constitutionally. In other words, they have a freedom to stand wherever they want? I, I, I do think, and I can't quote a case for you, but I, I do think there's a right of assembly uh-huh. case, a First Amendment type case that provides that. Right. And, not, and now listen, with, with any of these First Amendment rights, there can be time, place, and manner restrictions. So don't take that one to the bank, but I'm I, not sure you can flat out outlaw it. I see. Or, or don't you think a lot of places would have already? Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. As you mentioned it. I'm sure I'm not the only one that has thought about that. Yeah, and then listen, if it's outlawed, we're still going to face the same issue, right? Because all of a sudden, there are going to be a ton of people outside the grocery stores. There are already some. But but these these folks in need and the folks who are doing it for other reasons will just shift somewhere else. And another way to do it, it could be right. Uh, I just thought it would maybe discourage it more and let them go get help and get away from yeah. oh, uh, whatever heck yes. they do with the money. Cause it's not just wine they're buying. They're buying some other things, too. You know, That's not helping them at oh, all. Oh, no. yeah. And, and listen, we've had all that explode yeah. since legalization of marijuana for obvious reasons. But, yeah, what do you do with it one-on-one? Mm-hmm. Appreciate the call, man. Thank you. We have jam lines, so trying to hustle and get everybody in, including Danny in Lakewood. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Hi, Dan. Um you got me on this topic. I listen every day, but Thank I'm you. kind of shy. Mm. I, like you, am an attorney, and I am a practicing Catholic. Mm-hmm. And I I want to address real quickly that a few of the people that you do encounter with panhandling, a few of them ruin it for others. And mm. I I don't know what to do about that. I've personally tried to, for free, help people expunge and seal their records, hoping that might help them be able... Well, a lot of people, I think, could get jobs, you know, if they could get those issues cleared up. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, 
what I found is a lot of people just want something for nothing. Like a lot of the people weren't indigent. And I'm that put me in the position as a Catholic and a Christian. I'm not here to judge. I'm just trying to do what I, you know, what I do in my normal job. And maybe I could help somebody, but I found tremendous frustration. And I've yet to hear of any legal service. And I'm very new in Colorado. I'm not from here. But I just yeah. wondered if you could all hang up. If you know anything about that, are there any legal services that will help some of these people who would like to go to work yeah. and they just need an expungement? And a, and I don't know if you have both. Um, not every, As you know, not every state offers expungement. Right. Right. So I'll hang up and let you address yeah. that. And, you know, to me... The problem, the people that have called in and said they give gift certificates, I think that's great. But that's only, you know, the little Band-Aid part of the problem. So right. thank you, and I'll let you go. Danny, your, your thank you. Show. Yes, thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening you, and, and for calling. Interesting. Um, you know, and I don't know the answer to Danny's question about whether there are you know, currently, you know, legal aid type societies that can help people expunge their records. Just don't know the answer. I'll see if I can find out. But um, but so interesting. We've had so many callers, Ryan, who have looked for ways to go way above and beyond just handing somebody something at an intersection. And I've got to tell you, that is so cool. I mean, I came into the show in a good mood, but I'll leave the show in a much better mood because... You know, not to be sappy, but there is so much goodness out there. Yeah, and Dan, Kelly, and I were just talking about the fact that we launched into this topic today, and it's been nonstop callers jamming the phone lines wanting to talk about this. You've inspired just Danny a moment well, ago, who might not otherwise call ever, but this particular topic motivated her to do so. And why do you think that's happening? Because it's so real for all of us. I mean, I've got to right. tell you, I, I'm not a, a naval studier. I'm, I don't walk around all day conflicted about things, but I am conflicted every time I drive into an intersection. So I think this is, is very real for people. And, and the cool thing about the callers is we've had super uh, thoughtful, articulate people from all over the map. I mean, we've had a bunch of people call and say, no way I'm giving. You know, and, and that's just going to hurt them. And uh, the one guy who used the word hobo, I mean, that one word flashed me back. Little kids, south side of Chicago, 76 in Aberdeen, and hobos literally hopping off the trains from the nearby tracks, lining up at our back door because my mom was known to give food to hobos. Yeah, and that took Kelly and me back to that reference from that era, right? That, yeah. that era in time, and then before that, during the Great Depression, when that was, of course, rampant because of uh, just a, a lot of joblessness in America. And what, way before my time, bro. I want that on the record. Okay. I'm talking about but, like in, in the 60s growing I, up I and hobos lining up right. at the back door, but uh, just great callers across the board. Let's go to John and Milliken. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Sure. And I just wanted to say that, you know, one thing, every time I'm driving with my kids, I got a, you know, a four and six year old. And one thing my wife does, sometimes she has a, a, like a blessing bag. It's like a plastic bag with, you know, like sanitizer and just things, you know, basic necessities, mm. you know. And, you know, mm. just kind of, you know, you know, we don't, 
well, we're not going to give them money, but we're not going to, you know, necessarily, you know, you know, they're still God's people, you know, kids. So that's just something we want, yeah. you know, to teach our kids that, you know, we're not going to um, give them money, but, you know, we will try to provide what we can, you know. Yeah, so. excellent. And, and what is that personal interaction like when you hand somebody the bag? Have, have you had somebody reject it? Have you had some real nice responses? Have you had somebody throw it at you like an earlier caller said? Um, generally, it's just positive. You know, they're grateful yeah. for it. You know, it just depends yeah. on the person. You know, it's just, yeah. you never know. See, that is, that is so cool. Hey, appreciate the call. Thank you, my friend. And, and John has raised an interesting right. question. I want to get your take on after the break as well. 855-405-8255. What, what do you say to your kids, or did you say to your kids when they were younger, if they're grown now, when when they ask about people on the street corner and, hey, hey, mom, hey, dad, are, are you going to give them something. I, I talked earlier about that kind of conversation I had with our son, Joe, when we were driving along uh, at an intersection one day when he was younger. But but how do you handle that? And above all, uh, what do you do? And from a faith standpoint, what do you feel you're compelled to do? And, I, and I'll tell you what Pope Francis recently said on this, which really surprised a lot of people. 855-405-8255. All of that at 551 on the Dan Kaplan Show. that one Ryan see this is why I'm torn every time I drive into an intersection and I see somebody there asking for money because I I know my head tells me better to give the money to the organization not feed a habit etc and and then the other part of my brain and my heart is hey you know my faith teaching is that could well be Jesus on that street corner and even if it isn't you know the orders from the big guy are help the poor and and who am I to judge how they might use it? So I've got to tell you, and, and you know me, I'm, I'm not often internally conflicted, but I am conflicted on this one. Let's go to our jam lines. We're talking about again today how you handle panhandlers and intersections because Aurora now is mounting a campaign asking people not to give so that uh, for safety and other reasons they can direct people into organizations and instead give that money to organizations, says Aurora. Let's start up in Fort Collins with uh, Bill. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Dan, I wanted to address the hobos. I grew up yes, in railroad town mm-hmm. during the Great Depression, and we mm-hmm. had many hobos. But the hobos had sort of a, uh, a system within themselves. They would always come to your back door. Right. They would always volunteer to work, and they would work for food. And if your mother um, couldn't have anything ready or prepared at that time to mm-hmm. feed them, um, you could give them a can of some kind of food, and then they would take that along, and they would get together with other hobos at what was called the Hobo Jungle, where they gathered in the evening, and they would share what they had and cook wow. over an open fire. We never had any police problems. Nobody was ever asking for money. There was no problem with drugs or alcohol. There are people down on their luck, and people helped them. Wow. Hey, Bill, great call, man. Hey, thank you for that. want to try to get everybody in, but 
but I'm talking about the 60s, you know, 6640 South. Uh, well, that was 6640 South Cullen was later. This was 7604 South Aberdeen in the 60s where hobos would come to our back door. And I'd ask my mom and, you know, I was a little boy then. And I'd ask my mom, how did they find us? Because we're a block and a half from the railroad tracks. And she would say they spread the word. And and I, I don't remember a lot of detail, just everybody always being polite and my mom just always feeding them. Let's go to Mike in Littleton. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Oh, Mike and Bennett. Hey, welcome, Hello. Mike. Mike and Mike Show. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I was just uh, uh, chiming in on some of this homeless stuff. I was just wondering... Uh, uh, what kind of uh, jobs can these people get when they don't have uh, banking accounts nowadays right. where most of your uh, checks are uh, do- deposited directly? And then uh, a lot of these, right. uh, if you go to work somewhere, the question on the uh, application is, where do you live? Well, you know, right. they don't have an address. So it seems to me there's a lot of uh, a lot of government uh, regulations that don't even allow these people to go to work, even if they wanted to, because they don't qualify all these uh, things that uh, the government might qualify in order to have a job. Great call, Mike, and and great point. And that's why why many would say, and Mike Kaufman, who we're going to have on this, would would say, that's why don't give on the corner, give to organizations, because folks have to get into an organization to get the support they need to get all that stuff they need to get a job. Mike, great question. Thank you, man. Let's go to Victor in Fort Collins. You're on the Dan Kaplan Show. Welcome. Hello. I wanted to touch on the organized crime aspect of this. Wow. I've learned the hard way here in Fort Collins that many of these homeless people, especially in the entrances to the big boxes like Walmart, are handled by organized gangs, and they, in exchange for giving their bounty of collecting, collections, they get drugs and protection and food. Well, what, what, and makes, you, what makes you think that, Victor? I know that for a fact. I lost my wife to substance abuse who got hooked oh. on painkillers, and I oh. entered that substance abuse world on three occasions to save her. I went in there. I mm. participated in it to try to bring her out. She told me that she would make between 30 and $100 an hour at a busy intersection, and that money went to her daddy, or a pimp if you want to use a prostitution wow. metaphor. They even had territories, the gangs, and they would plant people and collect money, and it was horrific. So I agree with wow. a lot of what people are saying. Don't give them any money. Give it to a reputable, charitable organization because it might just be going to organize gangs. Wow, Victor, I'm so sorry about your wife, and I've never heard of this before. So thank you for calling the show, my friend. And again, so sorry. You're welcome. And um, why don't we end the show today with Linda in Netherlands. Thanks to everybody who's called. Every perspective imaginable just great callers today linda you're on the dan kaplis show welcome oh thank you dan um i know you have limited time so i will try to make this quick my husband and i who have since passed away Hmm. talked to a young man who was homeless who made it you know he has a job he was doing well but I asked him, what do they need the most? And he said, socks. That blew me away. And and Linda, let me ask you then, if I may ask you, what do you do at intersections when you drive up and there's a person there asking for money? I have a bag 
I go to Boulder often. That's where Larry and I lived most of our married life. Mm. And I make a bag with a new pair of socks, a little food, and maybe a calendar or anything that I have, a T-shirt, a shirt. Linda, the music means I need to leave for the network news, but thank you for that. Thanks for ending the show that way. And a a special shout-out to Kelly. I mean, our lines were jammed all day, one after another. It was like OJ trial-like. And Kelly, thanks for the great work on that. So many tremendous callers. Thanks to all of you who called. Ryan, another great job. Thank you, my friend. Hope you and everybody else comes back tomorrow at 4.06 on the Dan Kaplan Show. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.